Welcome to the Start Now Podcast. We're your hosts, Mike and Alyssa. We're here to motivate, inspire, share, and encourage you to stop waiting and start now. Welcome to another episode of the Start Now Podcast. It is Mike here with Alyssa. Not what? just a- the a- Alyssa, Alyssa. Not Alyssa. No. Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah, Alyssa. A. Your wife, Alyssa. Yes, that is you. Wait, I have to, we have to pause because I have to tell everybody what you've done. Mike has a, he took his microphone and it is a handheld microphone. Yep. I'm trying so incredibly hard to take him seriously, but he took the microphone off the stand and he's just (laughs) whipping it around. So you're saying I took a handheld microphone in my hand. I mean, the audacity. You're making me sound dumb, but this is what week Didn't sixteen. <laughs> we week sixteen, and this is the first time that you've taken. I want to take my microphone off the stand. You do Hold what on. you want. How do I do it? Okay, now we're talking. Well, now I don't have to bow, lean bow, bow. over. I don't have to lean over to talk in the mic stand. Now. Yeah, th- wait. This is great. This took. Why did it take us so long to do this? Great. Would you rather have a handheld mic or not have a handheld mic? Okay. Are you ready to do this? I am. I just asked you, would you rather? Now that the people just wasted a minute of their lives. They liked it. (laughs) Would you rather cliff dive or scuba dive? Mm, Am I cliff diving into water? Yes. Not just like diving off a cliff onto the ground. cliff diving into water. I was going to say like jumping off a high, like jump diving board, but I was thinking just cliff diving. I think cliff diving because I've already gone scuba diving. So I would like to try something new. Okay. Okay. So I got to paint the picture for you with this. Don't roll your eyes. It is summer 2023. Would you rather? Yeah. But like summer, it's not actually summer yet. Would you rather? Would you rather drive around in an ice cream truck all summer? Like you operate the ice cream truck? Or would you rather be a police officer for the summer? I'd rather... Would you rather drive around in an ice cream, ice truck, cream truck or a police... I'm going to say state trooper car. Ice cream truck. Really? Why? There's less responsibility. Is it though? Is is it... I don't know. That's, ice cream truck, less responsibility than a state trooper. For the summer? Ice cream truck in the summer? That's a big I responsibility. I hope our friends who are police officers aren't listening to this I right hope now. I agree. No shade. No disrespect. No, I you think, obviously know I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I think ice cream truck because then I can just eat ice cream. I saw one on the highway today. I followed it basically all the way from our town to a different town. And I was... It just sparked you this idea. Your, you, you make your own schedule. Yeah, true. Unless... You're like contracted by the ice cream truck company. Those that's not real. All right, maybe we should start something. Start now. Start now. I will I'm not, starting I will not be, now. You go ahead. I will not be starting an ice cream truck company. Pinozzi's popsicles. <laughs> Why not? All right. Next. All right. Would you rather have three arms or three legs? What is that? What was yours? Well, let me ask you. Would you, can I? It, mm, if I have three legs, do I have two arms as well? Yes, everything's normal. You just have either an extra leg or an extra arm. I'm going to go extra leg. I think I could run faster. I'd have to like figure out it's like a tripod. Like 
I would go the opposite because I think it would be hard to walk or run with three legs. You ever try to do a three-legged race? Yeah, it would be challenging, but I think I could figure it out and use it to my strengths, if you will. Okay. Imagine if I had three arms, though. Like, I mean, you'd be so much stronger. You could lift so many more weights because they'd be spread out between three. Like, that think is about true. Bench pressing with three arms. That is true. Well, it was my question, and I said legs. Okay. Would you rather have to give up your computer or your phone? For how long? Five years. My computer? Yeah. I feel like you could do you everything. You do everything on your phone. Yeah. True. Okay. Do you have four or three? I have three. Okay. Do you want I can a make one, one up, though, on, a, on the fly. I want to... Do you want to... Okay. I have one more. I have two more for you. Okay. Um, number three for you. Would you be really... Would you rather be really good at singing or really good at an instrument? You could pick the instrument. Singing. Definitely singing, but I'm also, I am really good at singing. So, why are you looking at me like do you I'm wanna, not? Do you want to show show the people you're We were just to? jamming out before. And the player's gonna play, 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 play. That was good. Singing. Because to be honest, I'm actually awful at singing. I could probably figure out instrument given my new, like, musical career in fitness. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. I think music would be easier. I could probably... So I played the piano for eight years. Did you know that? I have nothing to show for it. I'm being honest. But I did play it for eight years. But I feel like now, knowing what I know about music, I could probably pick up music a little bit more. I don't know. I think those are completely unrelated. That's like the people who are really good at guitar hero, but not good at actual guitar. That's valid. If any I'd rather my- be good at an instrument because I think... Here's my theory. I think if you play an instrument, you don't have to have a great voice. But if you have a good voice, like you, you don't usually play an instrument as That's well. That's not true at all. No, I'm just thinking about like a normal everyday person. If I play, if I just show up somewhere with a guitar and I'm really I'm jamming out on the guitar and I'm just like kind of singing along, not necessarily great. People will still be like, "Oh, he's really good at that." Where if you sing, right, and then you play a guitar, but you're not really good at the guitar, people will be like, "Oh, he kind of sucks at the guitar." Basically, your voice. I don't think it would go the other way around. I, I guess, but you'd. Why are you showing up singing and with the guitar? You've ever like been to a park? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather coach the Olympics or the NBA finals? So I'm guessing basketball in the Olympics or any sport. No, any sport. Olympics. A, a particular sport. Any sport. I think that I've always thought the Olympics are like the. Um, epitome of like being really good at at your craft or your sport or skill i think in my mind growing up at least i've always put being an olympian and winning an olympic gold medal above like playing in the major leagues or the nba or the nfl just because of the fact that like if you think about the nba right you're on a team Right. Obviously, you're one of the best in the in the entire world. Yeah. Right? There's only a few hundred NBA players, but if you're in the Olympics, you're literally number one. True. Right. You're you're the top of everything. And yeah. I always thought that like representing your country carries a lot more weight than just representing a, a team that pays you. That makes sense. Because Olympians don't really make much money. Like I don't. You get like a bonus for winning medals, but you don't really get. It's not much. Most of those people make money from sponsors. It's not like a salary. True. They, right. Yeah. And also think about all the work that goes into the Olympics just for one shot, right? It's like a, 
a multi-year process. It's once every four years for your sport. And um, like you, there's so much that goes into it. And sometimes the best athletes don't even make it onto the team. True. So Okay. Olympics. Final answer. All right. My bonus one for you. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Would you rather go to space or go to Antarctica? What? That's like two... Com- that's like... Huh? Oh, just you mean like being a police officer and an ice cream truck are completely different things. <laughs> um, I believe my answer is Antarctica. I am have zero desire to go in a spacecraft. Okay. I'm not trying to leave Earth. I'm just not. Just, just I already leave Fair. Earth every single day <laughs> mentally. All right, so what are we talking about today? So what I wanted to talk about today was something that I've been thinking about and it's the concept that when you know when we try new things, we're more likely to try things that we've never done before and challenge ourselves that way than we are to kind of challenge ourselves. And, and you can disagree with me if you want. Challenge ourselves at things that we're already good at. So the, the thinking behind this, kind of what the thought process that led me here, was I was thinking about like things that we're really good at. You know, like for you, spin, or even more specifically, like a skill, like running or like we talked about playing an instrument or having a really good voice or um different things that like you can measure right like yeah Mm -hmm. are are we more likely to put ourselves out there and try something scary that's new that we've never done before or try something scary that we already are good at in in a way to to improve ourselves that way so basically i'm trying to figure out if if we're already good at something, are we willing to make it harder, which would then kind of show us that maybe we're not as good as we thought we were versus if you try something brand new, your expectations aren't as high because you've never done it before. So like take this example. I've always talked about how surfing was something that I've always wanted to do. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I've always like, I think I could be really good at it, but I never had the chance to. When we went surfing, when I went surfing in Hawaii last, last fall, I, my expectations were low and I was like, I just want to like, enjoy it and have fun right and they did and it was fun and like i didn't expect myself to be professional the first day right i was like i'm just gonna go and do what i can and it'll be fun if i don't do well that's okay because i've never done it before so like my expectations were low where if i take running something that i think i'm pretty decent at and let's say i was like all right i right now i run this time for a 5k i want to set my goal for this time am i is that scarier for me to set that loftier goal with something that i've already proven that I can accomplish because if I fail that it's going to hurt more than if I failed at surfing which I've never done before it's kind of like oh whatever so what's your answer what is your what do you think I think that it is scarier to do something that you're already proficient at trying to to like make that more difficult for you I think I would agree and when you say, I know it's kind of complicated. I'm not really explaining no, it's it too well, not. But... No, you are. You're doing a great job <laughs> explaining it. <laughs> you're you. basically saying, are you, which is more challenging, or which one is more mentally taxing? Basically, perfecting your craft or starting right. something so new. Me, yeah. So it's like, which one is scarier to fail at? I guess. Yeah, I don't know if there's an answer. I think for me personally, there, it's it's pulling from different places. So. What comes to mind when you give your examples for me is, let's say, spin and running. I'm equally working at both, but I'm working towards different goals, and those goals will probably adapt over time. So I talk about how I feel like I'm a 
master at spin, the act of indoor cycling. I'm always but working. But there's a lot of skills that go into that craft. There are. And I'm always, always, always working on getting faster, working on choreography, tightening up choreography, getting strategic and purposeful with different movements. Like you'll never actually just hear me say that I'm the best at anything I can be, but there is a lot less at stake for me with running. Maybe because it's a hundred percent personal and, and spinning new. isn't. It's newer for you too. Right. But let me, let me put it this way too. Being a good cycling trainer, spin instructor is not, as measurable as running well like it's i think it's more it's a little bit more up for debate because you might be somebody's favorite spin instructor but maybe not somebody else's but i'm not even talking about instructing i'm talking about the act of spinning like hitting tempo i think it's going to be an olympic sport someday I really indoor do. Indoor cycling? I do. Yeah. Because I think that it's something... I, but Like choreographed I, indoor cycling? Yes. Like, I don't know how you would measure that. That's but what I, I'm saying is, how do you measure that? Well, I think it's different than being a good trainer. Like, yes, if you're checking things off lists, we could say what makes a good trainer and how you can get better. But I think it's... Uh, honestly, they're equally as scary for me because... When I am really good at something, if I try to perfect it or make it better and I fail, then there's just more at stake. Like I said, so I'm a little bit more angry with myself. I put a little bit more pressure where running for me is strictly recreational with mm-hmm. a side of challenge, if you yeah. will. I, I, I guess my theory behind this is that, especially as we get older, we want the things that we're good at to stay the things that we're good at. Yeah. Right. We don't want to challenge our, or we're less likely to want to challenge ourselves at something that we've already proven that we're good at that could potentially show us that we're not as good as we thought we were if that made sense yeah like it does. if if you take a career that you've had for your whole life and then you're like you know what i want to take the next step and you know go for a promotion even though you're already super super good at what you do you're trying a new job or maybe it's a new level or new um you know position within that career it might be scary to try that because if you come up short then it's like oh well maybe i'm i'm not good it's not you question yourself where if you try something brand new like if you're changing careers you cut yourself more slack if it's something that's newer to you yeah i think this goes along hand in hand with growth and the growth mindset like are you always willing to improve are you set where you are i think we're both so growth mindseted, however you say that. We both have the growth mindset. Growth mindset. Um, we're focused. Growth mindset. Yeah. Forward. We just both. We both have the growth mindset, and it means that we're always and continuously trying to get better at whatever it is. Like I actually cannot think of one thing in my life where I'm like, oh, like I'm good. I don't need to get any better. I can't think of one thing. Yeah, I think too. Like. You and I obviously are very similar in this way, and I know there's a lot of people who are like this, but not everybody's like this, where we like challenges, where we like to set goals and do things that are a little scary, and I don't think that's true for everybody. I think some people are perfectly content with just like their day-to-day life as it is. I think most people are content. Right. And and If you're listening to this, you're probably not, and you're probably a minority of people. It's funny because I was, during my 
We need to like make a drinking game with this. Every time I reference my master's degree, you have to take a drink. But during my master's, one of my master's uh, classes for grad school, did you know I have my master's? Were you there? I, I'm still just watching you with your handheld mic, master um, mic. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, one of the things we talked about was um, strengths and weaknesses and how there's all these different online quizzes you can take that tell you your strengths. It's really cool. One of them's called your VIA, V-I-A strengths. Um, there's a few different ones. There are character strengths. There's um, like your ability to, to communicate with other people, like those strengths there. Um, and so one of the things that's cool is that it tells you where you're really strong. So it could be like, for me, example, I think mine were um, empathy, um, humor, um, what else? Empathy, humor, I think like something about being able to relate to other people, um, courage was one. So it tells you like different character wow. strengths, which... You have a lot of them, apparently. Yes. No, but it, I mean, it gives you like your top five. Yeah. And the whole thinking behind this, these tests is that we hear so often about like work on your weaknesses, build your weaknesses so they're not weak anymore. Where in reality, you want to build your strengths because you, you're already proven that you're, you can do it and you can help people through your strengths versus if you kind of focus less on your strengths and let those kind of stay where they are and try to build up your weaknesses. A, it's going to take more effort to get your weaknesses to where your strengths are. And B, your weaknesses are your weaknesses. It's okay to have weaknesses. It's. Right? I think it's, you have to have weaknesses. And, and you want, right, go ahead. No, I was going to say, can't you simultaneously be perfecting your strength strengths and probably along the way with the growth, you're going to get stronger in a lot of aspects as well in places that you right. were weak before. But I think to the whole, th- the whole like thought process behind this is that you don't want to, not that it's a waste of time to focus on your strengths, but it's a poor use of your time. So they were talking about how like at businesses, um, instead of companies kind of doing, um, you know, development on weaknesses, they need to find people's strengths and then put money and time and effort into training and building those strengths versus their weaknesses. Because A, when you have a strength, you know you have a strength and you know how to use it. So like if you're a really good people person, I want you to get even better at that so that I can use you in different areas that you fit best, right? Instead of being like, oh, you're you're like kind of okay at, you're like kind of funny. You're not really that funny. I'm not going to like waste a bunch of time trying to make you funnier when that's not your strength. And if it's natural, a natural strength for you, then it's going to be easier to build than a, a natural weakness, right? Yeah. I actually was listening to something along the same lines this morning and it was talking about in terms of business, kind of the same thing. Like if you are building a team, you want to build up people's strengths. And if it's a strength that you don't have instead of, let's say, the owner of a company or the CEO or the president trying to say, well, I don't know how, I'm not very good at accounting, so I'm going to get good at accounting. No, hire the accountant. Right. Like, exactly. You want to surround yourself. Exactly. So you want to surround yourself with people who are have really strong strengths, basically. Yeah. And that brings you to my, my next, last final point for tonight, which I, I talked about my session and I kind of mentioned to you briefly as well, is when you are older, Right. When we talk How about, old are we talking? Like an adult. Okay. Um, like and, my, me or you, kind of adult? Like our age, a little younger, a little older. Okay. We're around the same generation. I'll um, take it. Anyway, 
when you're an adult that like we talked about where things we, we want to build our strengths but we also want to be able to step outside our comfort zone in order to build those strengths are we exposing ourselves to those opportunities and i was thinking about how we signed parker up for track and she had her first track practice whatever you want to call it track club yeah and at first she like wasn't really about it she was kind of hesitant she's like oh, i don't really want to do it well, she then, told me she's like i'm a little bit nervous mommy I'm but like when we nervous. first signed her up like weeks and weeks ago whenever it was yeah she didn't she, really know what to expect she didn't know what right. it was but like we signed her up for it because we're like i think you would like this we want to try it and i was i was talking about how parents sign their kids up for everything you basically just throw a bunch of stuff on the wall and see what sticks right you sign them up for piano lessons you sign them up for karate you sign them up for dance for soccer for baseball for t-ball like whatever it is you just sign them up for a bunch of stuff and they don't really have a say in it, right? It's not yep. like I'm driving you to practice now or I'm driving you to this rehearsal or I'm driving you to re- this recital and like you're a kid so you can't like, yeah, okay, I'll take your opinion. If it really, really is bothering you, then we won't do it. But like I want you to expose you to all these different things and your kid's going to be good at some things and not good at others. Yeah. Right? Unless you're Alyssa and then you're good at all the things that Absolutely, you do. Absolutely, yes. But when we're adults, we don't do that. When's the last time you've seen an adult be like, you know what? I'm going to go take a ballroom dance and something that I've never tried before. Yeah. Right. It happens. There's definitely people who do it. But I think as we get older, we're afraid to put ourselves in those situations because, well, what if, what if someone makes fun of me or what if I'm not as good as I thought I was? And it goes back to the thing that I talked about before. When we try new things, it's, it's scary and a lot of people don't, you know, do anything that's outside their comfort zone so why is it that like when we're adults we don't take those same chances you know is it because we don't have somebody signing us up like no one's because it's up to us are we comfortable with where we are are we like afraid of being judged are we afraid uh is it a waste of time do we think we're like well why would i have to try something new when i'm already good at all these other things like it's just interesting you don't have have a question for it but kind of how when we are adults we don't put ourselves in those situations but when we're kids we're exposed to all these new experiences all these new um opportunities for for different things and you know a, a lot of the times that's how we find our passion you know like i if my parents never signed me up for t-ball as a kid who knows if i ever would have been like oh like i want to go play baseball yeah absolutely i mean i think my sister is the one that got me into spin if she hadn't dragged me to that spin class one day i wouldn't be where i am now so i think it's a little bit of both like surrounding you yourself to, with people yeah that will push you at the same time having that growth mindset of like why not try ballroom dancing why not go to like there's definitely dance exercise classes right. that make zumba. me feel uncomfortable not exactly zumba that's <laughs> not what i'm talking about i would totally do zumba but yeah there's like things outside of my comfort zone that i know that i probably especially when you are supposed to be considered an expert in something like it's uncomfortable for me to show up as myself somewhere that's outside of my comfort zone but that's exactly why i do it right but like, we were watching yourself. parker tonight <laughs> we were laughing at her because they had like hurdles set up like those little tiny like um what do they call them they're hurdles they're literally hurdles. they call them like wickets i think just in track technically they're like the small hurdles they're like tiny they're like maybe up to they're like up to parker's knee um and she would run and stop and do a two-foot jump over them and props to her she was she she cleared it. nobody else was doing it but and we were laughing because like that was her first experience too she didn't really know what to do but we were laughing because we knew the right way she didn't 
know any better. She's like, but look at me do this. But by the end, she knew what to do. She started to she figure watched, it out. Yeah. Right. So I think you you have to be able to and and there's the other thing. She didn't feel self conscious about what she was doing. Exactly. There weren't other kids looking at her and saying, "Ooh, she's not doing that right." And I'm sure as you get older, kids become more judgy and meaner. And you know, I I'm not looking forward to her in middle school because middle school girls are mean and oh, brutal cut somebody <laughs> as i can attest to being a, a middle school teacher and coach for a while but i think as adults there's so much of that judging and i think a lot of the judging comes from insecurity, insecurity. yeah drink yeah. me a soda yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but kids aren't insecure kids are just like oh you have pink shorts my favorite color is pink let's be friends yeah where adults absolutely. are like oh you're wearing pink shorts you know that just completely uncalled for i think adults have this this sense of like I'm going to put them down so I don't feel bad about myself or so they can't put me down first where I think we need to act more like kids sometimes and just like be friends and and like each other because we have the same favorite color and because we both like chocolate ice cream instead of worrying about like, oh, this person threatens me. So I'm going to put them down a million, a million percent. Let's go back to being kids. When did it change, though? puberty probably yeah maybe a little younger i feel like i remember being like i don't know maybe third or fourth grade and that's when i start to kind of like care about what other people said about me but then it comes very full circle and i just had a conversation with my friend who is pregnant with her second kid and we were talking about how as you get older which i mean i will argue i think this is something that happens with age I age is such a just a number, but I do think that as you get older, you start to realize more and more just how important it is to keep your circle small. And we were like, your priorities kind of shift, especially when you have kids. As your kids get older, you start to realize some other things are just more important than others. And one of those things is just not giving an F what people think. Yeah, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. But it's a nice thing when you, it's like you start, you start as a kid with no cares, no worries. Something happens along the way where you start to care, you start to worry, you start to overthink, you start to react. Then it gets worse and worse and worse. And then at some point you just come to the it's priorities. I it's think. like where it just doesn't matter. Like, like just when you're do a kid, you. That's not a priority. Totally. Your priority is like, I want to have a marshmallow before bed. Exactly. <laughs> 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 not like I know that from experience or not anything. Not from tonight at all. But anywho, I think that's so a wrap go out for there, tonight. So don't be afraid to try something new, but also don't be afraid to try something scary that you're already good at, right? Don't be try to don't try don't be afraid to try and get better at something by challenging yourself in a way that you haven't challenged yourself before. Whether yeah. that's in your workout routine or in your job or in your hobbies even or, or your, your friendships your, your friendships, mental like, health or anything yeah just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to stop working towards it and Absolutely. even if it's even if there's a potential failure along the way like don't let that stop you don't let it stop you start now start now